of the game podcast welcome back everybody to above the game podcast it's your co-host mike or vip <laughs> and coach what's up coach not much i'm excited to be here with above the game podcast with vip and coach it's uh we're back and we got mike Litz with us again how about that like how often can that happen we've we've got two in one month two in one month that's crazy yeah, I stumbled in the room looking for something to eat. And I saw Vip and Coach, and they invited me in. So here I am. Hey, thanks for having me. We threw a headset on you. We did not read that sign that do not feed the animals. Yeah. We made a mistake. We oh, well. made a mistake. All right. Good to be here. It's good, yeah, yeah. It's good to have you here. Yeah. I know you're, you're going to throw some good stuff at us today, we'll Mike. Yeah. 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 Hey, above the game, here, here's our mission. If you don't know, if this is the first time you've connected with us, we're here to reach every coach through the coach, through to athletes and parents for the kingdom of God. Uh, we believe Jesus is the reason why we are doing this right here, you know, above the game. We love sports. We love, we love things that happen on the field, off the field, on the court, off the court. Uh, but we love Jesus, and we're, we want you to know about him, and this is what this is about. So let's just jump into it today. Yeah, and I'd encourage people, if you're, if you're listening um, if you go to above the game podcast at gmail.com, we would love to get some emails, some comments about like what, you know, thoughts you had on, on our topics, thoughts you had on the guest, uh, topics coming up, some things you'd really like to hear, like us try to talk about and you throw some ideas out and then guest. If you know somebody in your community that, you know, is a Christian, is, is a coach or an athlete that loves sports and would be a good uh, guest on here, please like shoot us an email. Let us know at above the game podcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to get them on here. For sure. For sure. We, that's, that's what we, uh, we want to be able to connect. And that's going to be one way that we are able to connect with different communities within Southeast Missouri and beyond. So, man, today's going to be a good, a good, good recording. We got uh, an awesome topic. We've been on it for a couple weeks now. Uh, vision, the power of vision, um, the purpose of vision. And, um, you know, wh- why do we need, what's the benefit of having a vision, Vi- a vision for your team, a vision for your family, a vision for your community? You know, your personal vision with you, you and Christ, what, what, what's your, what's your personal goal, uh, that you're wanting to obtain, um, maybe this week, next month, this year, short term, long term. I think it's, it's definitely something to, to spend time on. Yes. It's, it's important. So what do you think? What's the, what's the, what's the, what's vision do for us? What do you think? Well, there's a couple things I wrote down. Vision brings direction. Vision creates a driving force within within our lives. It pushes us. It motivates us. It, it it gets us to the place of wanting to accomplish things. Now, I wrote down a third thing. Uh, vision releases a demonstration of the power of God, and we'll, we'll kind of dig into that a little bit. But when you when you think about Jesus, Coach, I mean, a lot of things come up, right? Yeah, there's a long <laughs> list. Write a book well, on well, it. Well, yeah, and many people have. Yeah. <laughs> but when you when you kind of narrow it down with with vision, uh, Jesus knew his why. He knew what his purpose was. He knew what the Father had sent him to do. And when you look at his life and you try to begin to um, walk this thing out, the spiritual walk with Christ, um, you begin to see that his vision, Jesus's vision. <laughs> 
he looked at things differently than what than how sometimes we look at things. He see he had an end goal in mind, right? And he didn't get off. He didn't get off that road if if some some adversi- you know adversity come up, uh, dis- different circumstances, relational issues, because he had all that. But he stayed true to that vision. He 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 endured the cross. He he went all he he was the greatest finisher that this world knew, right? Has ever known. And that 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 is so that speaks volumes into our lives when we grab a hold of that, that he was so vision minded that he was not gonna let anything deter him from accomplishing what he was sent to 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 accomplish. And his timing. You know, if you go through the story, you know, <clears throat> I think what amazes me a little bit is, you know, he had a three-year ministry, essentially, you know, that changed the right. world, changed uh, eternity for people. Yeah. Um, but that entire life was built up to that timing, to that point. Mm. You know, you think about uh, when he changed the water into wine, you know, and his mom, you know, said like, hey, we're out of wine. And he said, my, my time has not yet come. Yeah. Like he knew his timing. He knew what the vision was. But he also knew that he had to wait for the right time for things to happen, do it in God's time. Um, and I think that's something I know I've struggled with in my life. You know, sometimes you get a vision, you get so excited, you're just like, oh, let's go do it. Yeah. But sometimes that doesn't mean the timing is going to happen. There's a lot of things that the vision can be there, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen on your timetable. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where we, we kicked this kind of the thought process off on vision. And it was in Habakkuk. <laughs> Come on, Lynn, help me yeah, out, man. I'm back it. I'm back it. There you go. I'm back it. I'm back it. All right. I, I think. Can I? Can I? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Man. Come I, on. Yeah. I mean, I'm listening to you, and I think what happens is, yeah, for us, uh, whether we're believers or, um, and we are, uh, or just life, like, 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 I think most of us have an idea where we want to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, the general ideas of where we want to go. What our life? What our next month? What our next year? What our next ten years? Uh, what our life would would look like, and the difference um, in Jesus' life is that there was no dis- there, there was nothing to deter, or distract him. Mm. And we're living in a time where distractions are real. I mean, I mean, and the enemy is real. There's a lot of different things that are that that occur in our daily lives that um, are that do distract us. Yeah, and, and because we get distracted, we we sometimes. Um, we get not only do we get off track, we just lose that the idea that God laid on our hearts, like even as believers. Um, and and so so the the most challenging part for I think for any of us is to is is the the point you made Bip right at the beginning is is just the focus and and fixing our eyes on Jesus, fixing yeah. our eyes on something that doesn't change because everything else in the world is changing. Yeah. And think, he's not. Yeah, like that made me think. Let's let's think about driving. Yeah. Oh man, like if you're locked in, you have good vision. You're watching the road. You know, accidents don't happen. But how many things can distract us? You know, now we have phones. You have your your yeah. radio. You have like maybe something <clears throat> on the side of the road. <clears throat> All of those things can distract you. Oh yeah. If you lose your focus or your vision of where you're going, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and I think what Mike's saying is like, you got to make sure that you have God's vision to know where you're going. Yeah, because if not, it's easy to get distracted and get off course, mm-hmm. and end up someplace that you you didn't want to be. You know, going back to Jesus, I mean, he could have done a lot of things, right? Oh yeah, could have set up a, a, a an amazing church right there in Jerusalem. I bet it would have been good. Probably would have been awesome. Yeah, I think it would have been a good one. I'd have gone. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
but he stayed true to that that vision. He stayed true to that that end goal in mind, his purpose, his why, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's what pushed him. You know, the guard when he was in the garden of Gethsemane, and he was just he was praying and the anguish and 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 the the question, can this cup pass from me? I you know I don't know about you guys or those of you that are listening, but a lot of times, man, things in life do happen where you're like, really, is this happening? Does this have to happen? <laughs> Why am I here right now? Why am I in this situation? And, and I think um, if we're not careful, we'll, we'll, we'll not uh, allow that full understanding that God is under. He, he has it under control, mm-hmm. right? Like he, yeah. he knows the end from the beginning. He, he knows how things are going to play out as long as we just step into that trust with him. Yeah. And coach, I, you know, t- just talking about vision, how important is it to have a vision for like your team? Uh, you know, those years that you are coaching for um, the good years, the, the, the years that maybe you struggled as a team, right. But staying true to that vision, is there benefits in it? Yeah. Cause I think your whole season that you have that vision of where you think the team can get to you yeah. know, from a team standpoint, individual player standpoint, like all of those things. So you're working towards trying to get to that point and kind of going back to Mike said, like those distractions and things like you can't let little things get you off track of that yeah. big vision. Where do we want to end up with at the end of the year? You know, don't take shortcuts that maybe will be beneficial in December and maybe yeah. it's going to help you in November, but it's not going to pay dividends in January and February. Right. That's where your vision of where you're trying to get to. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, we do that all the time in our lives. I know I do it. Yeah. You know, you, if you can stay with the path and you know where you want to end up at the end, but sometimes those short-term things get you, mm-hmm. you know, you, you make decisions based on short-term things, right. things that aren't in our lives, yeah. at least we're trying to teach and they're not eternal, you know, they're fleshly mm-hmm. emotions, we, feelings, all those things and yeah. trying to stay on that big picture. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. Good. And I don't know, you know where we want to go next, but I think, um, a good book and one of the good things about me moving some things around and. And I've been looking at some books on my desk. Chuck, Chuck Swindoll, he wrote a book, um, Hand Me Another Brick. And it's about Nehemiah. And if you don't know the story of Nehemiah, basically he was, uh, he, he was, it was when the Israelites had got taken in captivity by the uh, Persians and the Medes at that time. And uh, there was a remnant that came back to Jerusalem and the wall had crumbled. And he was, he kind of had a vision that he was supposed to come back and build the wall. Um, and in Nehemiah 3, it says, they said to me, the remnant in the province who survived the exile are in great trouble and disgrace. Jerusalem's wall has been broken down and its gates have been burned. When I heard these words, I sat down and wept. I mourned for a number of days, fasting and praying before the God of the heavens. And, you know, and I think a couple of things stick out as I hear us talking. I think so many times, like we want to get a vision and we want to jump right into it. But what do we need to do first before we try to attack the vision? You know, where do, who do we need to be as a person like before we take off and think we're going to try to make this vision work? What I love about what you just said, Darren, in that, in that early scripture in that book is that it starts with his heart was broken mm-hmm. for his people. And, and our passion and our heart for people um, is what helps us to fulfill this great vision. But it had to start for Nehemiah. It had to start with like the, like he heard mm-hmm. of the condition of his home of his home people, and they were in trouble. 
And it started with, do I, do I really care? Do I really, does it, does it matter? And it broke his heart. Mm -hmm. And so, so part of being able to fulfill a, a, a vision obviously is to, um, is to care and and really it would touch your heart to the point that it would move you in that direction. By the way, our vision at FCA and it's just, I know an FCA broadcast the vision is to is to see the world impacted by mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. By Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches and and for us in this area to put it a different way it's we we just want to see people come into a relationship, a, a real growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church. And, and, and each of us care deeply about that or we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. So yeah. that's kind of the heart of Nehemiah, I think. It is, you know, and, and I just, just kind of something that came to mind, but being vision driven, you know, that, that vision, you're letting it pierce your heart. You're, you're, you're embracing it. You're grabbing a hold of it. It ultimately leads to, being mission minded. And you just, you just said that, you know, with the mission of FCA, the mission of what God's called us to be as the body of Christ, right? Um, the, the vision will lead to that mission and it, and it will motivate you. It will push you. Um, it'll get you through those hard days. It'll get you through those, those challenging times because ultimately, um, as I persevere through that, there's going to be reward. There's going to be great reward on the other other side of that thing. And Nehemiah was what you just read. He's faced with that, right? Mm-hmm. He's faced with um, hearing that, and 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 then ultimately seeing that, and it pierced his heart mm-hmm. to the point where he says, "We got to change this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this has got to change, right?" And instead of just diving into it, like you're saying, Coach. He waited. He prayed. He fasted. Yeah, that's what I I see. Like he saw there was a need, you know. There was a clear like he knew this is what needs to happen, um, and he was connected to the need. There was that personal connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't some random thing. Like he knew like what why it was important, um, and then kind of Vip, what you were talking about there. Then they talked about the fact that Nehemiah he went to the Lord next with his problem, and I think that's probably where me I know that's where I would fail sometimes. You know, you yeah. would feel like I've got this vision. Okay, I see where my team needs to go. I see where my you know FCA needs to go. But can I slow down and make sure I take it to God first? Yeah. And make sure I'm in prayer. You know, make sure that I'm waiting and and listening to the Lord. Um, and I saw some I stole from that book, but it was talking about the benefits of prayer. And I thought this was really good. But it talks about some of the benefits of prayer is it makes you wait. Mm-hmm. Because when you pray and you got to wait to hear on the Lord, you know, he may point out some things or the timing may be better so that you actually, oh, that was a lot better. Yeah. You know, taking time, you know, to talk to God and hear what he wants you to do. I think another thing prayer does, it can clear your vision. And a great example I heard someone say was talking about how, you know, you get up in the morning and it's foggy. You can't really see very well. Mm -hmm. And then that sun comes up. Yeah. And all of a sudden it burns that fog off. And then your vision becomes so much clearer. I'm kind of like that till I put my glasses on. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, And then I think this was one, and it quiets your heart. Yeah. Gives you some peace and some focus. And then that last one probably is the most important. It activates your faith. Because I think that's where, you know, that faith that this is what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. God has blessed this and this is going to work. I yeah. think those four things I think stuck out as the benefits of prayer. And I think, you know, Nehemiah, you, you see that. Well, and, and, and just to kind of, kind of jump on that, what you said, coach, when, 
when you wait and you pray and you you're hearing hearing the the, the voice of the Lord and he's confirming it through his word right and he's pushing you and he's and he's he's telling you hey this is this is this is what I want you to do there there there, there becomes this driving force there becomes this motivation within you because all of a sudden your heart comes alive to the reality of knowing this is bigger than me. This is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. This this is something that the God of the universe wants me to do. Amen. And there's ownership in that. And it, and it propels you to the place where it's like, all right, yeah, let's do it. And, and we see it. We see it in, 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 in teams. You see it. Um, in churches, you you see it in families. When 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 people rally behind one cause and one vision, there's more that gets accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and you see it, you see it all the time. Um, and then you see the opposite of that too. You see where people don't rally behind one vision, one cause, and things fall apart. Yeah, right. Or you see them maybe rally at first. Yeah, and then all of a sudden we get some success. And then things, you know, go downhill after that. Mm. You know, and that's <clears throat> one of those things people probably know. Well, what happened? And yeah. I think uh, this stuck out. I found this in there. But A. W. Tozer, Mike, we had a quote from him last week. I think, didn't we? Yeah, we like uh, A. W. Yeah, yeah A. W. A. W. our guy. <laughs> I like A. W. But yeah. uh, it said the bias of nature is toward the wilderness and never toward the fruitful field. Mm. And you know that point was like you know a field will not become like it's like a garden. Anything else? Yeah, it's like your yard. Weeds are popping up. Like yeah, those things come whether you want them or it's, not. It's you happening. can't stop them. Yeah, but the grass is the hard stuff to get going. Mm-hmm. You know, your your garden, like the yeah. flowers, and if we're not consciously like always weeding. Yeah, you know, and for me, I think that goes back to that prayer thing. You, you know, it, praying at the beginning to get the vision and getting started, and yeah. then if you think you're going to take over and do it yourself without going back to God numerous times, yeah. on a daily basis, carving out that time, you know, each day to make sure that you still are listening to God. Make sure we're still going in the direction it needs to be. That that uh, principle of the wilderness he talks about is going to show up. Yeah, you're going to have promotion erosion. I like that. Wow, that's good. Say that again. Promotion erosion. Promotion erosion. And that's that comes. That's uh, defined as basically like when you get some success, those weeds start popping up. Yeah, and you don't notice them. Yeah, and then before you know it, you look out there and you know your whole yard's weeds because you let it go. You know, you didn't take care of it on a daily basis. Yeah, that, that leads us right into humility. Yeah, you know, humility is a leader. Yeah, I was going to say that. I, I'm really glad you started with that. Of course, it was Nehemiah, and it's God's word, so we can't. <laughs> it's we, we can't, awesome. we it's good stuff. Really, yeah. We can't really mess that up. <laughs> no. I mean, we can try, and we, we yeah. can probably do it, but <laughs> but at least not for now. But the other thing I thought of, uh, Coach, when you were talking about prayer, is um, most of us guys are just man. We want to rush and fix things, mm-hmm. and I yes. I like that you started with that because. Uh, because even as a even as a a believer and, and 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 a follower of Christ, which I've been for a very long time, it's not always my first natural instinct mm-hmm. to slow down and to pray. But what it does is it it puts you in a spirit of humility, mm-hmm. like Lord, I really don't know what to do here, yeah. and just just positioning yourself in, in a way that says that's one that's one other thing that prayer does for you. It says, listen. Um, I need to address this situation with a spirit of humility, not a spirit of, oh, I can fix this. Yeah. And uh, and you may be able to fix it, and oftentimes we do, but um, but I think it leads into what you were talking about there, Vip. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And it is. It's uh, that humility factor kind of negates that mm-hmm. promotion erosion, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Because if we're not careful, what happens is we're going along this path, we're following the vision, we're, we're, we're carrying it out, but then personal feelings come in, right? Mm-hmm. Personal desires, maybe some selfish ambition begins to rise that we, we thought we had dealt with before we started the, the goal, and the glory no longer is really going towards the Lord. Now it's coming back towards me, and it feels good. That promotion feels good but it begins to erode the moral values that, that got me to that place. Mm-hmm. Right. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Complacency, yeah. complacency, right. uh, fears, failures, all, all that stuff can affect the vision in, in, in a huge way. Yeah. And you take it to a team. I've seen this happen before, you know, that team's focused on winning. So they're winning, but all of a sudden if like later they kind of think the winning is going to take care of itself. Mm. So now they're like, Oh, we're going to win. That's when their selfish actions come out more often. Yeah. If they're focused on the winning now, like that's their vision. Yeah. We're only worried about that. But if we think visiting, if, if winning doesn't matter, or we think that's just a gone foregone conclusion, then it kind of turns into like, I'm going to get mine. Yeah. Mine. I'm going to get get do this. Yeah. You know, these things are going to happen. Yeah. Then we, our selfishness comes out like in a, in a big way. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, let's, let's, let's just kind of wrap up with, with uh, the section we had talking about um, what, what did Nehemiah do to develop his vision? Yeah, so he had a clear recognition of the need. You know, he saw what was happening. Um, you know, he, he was personally connected to the need. You know, like uh, like you know, like Lit said, it's the fact that he he was broken, like it hurt yeah. him. You know, he he was he was felt the need. Yeah, you can go back to Jesus talking about so many times, like seeing the people and, and feeling compassion for them. You know, understanding that need. And then the leader he goes to God first with the problem. That's key, man. Come Go, on, going to God, making yeah. sure that we're on board. That now understanding that humility we talked about, that God is the one that's going to help us get through this. He's the one that's going to orchestrate this. I'm just a messenger, or I'm just a part of this that He's going to use. And then I think the other thing is sometimes leaders got to be able to meet the need. Yeah, you know, there are times yeah. like we didn't talk about that, but the reality is it's got to be something you can do. You know, yeah. and I mean, it's got to be something that God's given you a talent to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. and we talked our one of our podcasts about playing the NBA. That was something right. that was not going to happen. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. we could have thought that God that was a vision, <laughs> but God would have been like, "No, that's not something you can meet. Right. That's not something you can do." So yeah. it's got to be something that you can do that fits into your talents. Yeah, that's solid. That's solid, man. Mike, it's good to have you on today. It's good. Okay. Didn't expect this. Well, um, hey. Thanks for thanks for opening the door. I barged in. I have I have a, a story. Uh, this just happened, and I, and hopefully this lines up with what we're talking about. But on Monday night, I got the distinct privilege of being in the team room with thirty five new freshman football players hmm. at Southeast Missouri State. And 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 I told him, I said, "Here's what I know about you. Number one, you're good enough to be here. You wouldn't be here. Yeah. Uh, number two, every one of you." Every one of you here today, this is your first week. I have a vision mm-hmm. and I have an idea as to where you want to be at the end of your career. Um, but many of you, but the third thing I know about you is, is some of you are not going to make it. Wow. And the decisions that you make today are going to influence whether or not, even though we're at the beginning of something, and so we talk about vision, even Nehemiah's vision, even though we're at the beginning of something. I talked to him about getting to the finish line. And so many of us don't get there. Even mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. biblical characters yeah. mm-hmm. in the Bible have this great vision, but they don't get there. Yeah. And the decisions that we make today, we talked about good decisions to make 
good decision making. The yeah. decisions we make today are going to be consequential as to whether or not we're ever going mm-hmm. to complete that vision. And so we talked a lot about that uh, the other night, and that's just and and the reality is is um, we may have a vision for the future that we'll never see. And then I started thinking about spiritually. Don't we do the same thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we have we God gives us this great vision, but yeah. we have to we have to make the decisions each day. You talked about earlier, Vip. We have to make these decisions each day to help us so that we can um, get to the place that He's trying to get us to. That's good. And so, uh, so anyway, I, I just uh, man, I love that. Um, I love we're talking about this. Thanks for thanks for having me. Yeah. And hopefully that connects with. You guys were talking. That's it awesome. Does. Yeah, it gives us the you know close the, the ultimate vision is <laughs> yeah. like Jesus. That's our vision of you know, who we're trying to be like. Yeah, that's who we're trying to become closer the to being like. Finisher is like Jesus. Yeah, and what decisions are we making today in our personal lives to make sure that we're um, we're growing in Him, that we're becoming more like Him, that we're loving more like Him, mm. that we're looking more like Him. So that it says, let your light so shine before others that they may see our good deeds and glorify yeah. our Father in heaven. And those are decisions, those are daily decisions that must be made to yeah. ultimately glorify God and get us to where he wants us to be. Yeah, intentionality. Yeah, It's got to happen. Yeah, it's been great. It's been awesome. Hey, yeah. thanks for connecting with us today. And, and uh, if an idea comes up or you want to contact us, Coach, what's what's our contact yeah, email? Shoot us an email above the above the game podcast, all one word at gmail.com. Um, you know, hit us up on Facebook, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. We're FCA above the game is the handle on both of those. But we'd love to hear from you, and uh, we just uh, pray we're praying for you, and uh, can't wait till yeah, our next. We, we'd love to pray pray yeah. uh, for you if if you're something and you feel. Like this would be a great way to connect, and and um, and we shoot shoot your prayer requests through email or or whatnot. We are on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcast. You can uh, subscribe and keep up every Monday. Every, every Monday, Monday, every Monday morning, a new a new uh, episode is is dropped. And uh, uh, we just thank you for connecting with us. Hope you was able to pick something up today. We are continuing this series on vision. A uh, couple ga- or one guest coming up. Who do we have coming up? Uh, coach Corn. Coach Corn. Coach Brad Corn, Southeast Missouri State basketball coach. Uh, we're excited about that. And then we'll be heading into July with some with some new things and uh, some announcements there. So, hey, until next week, God bless you. And uh, above the game. Above the game with Vip and Coach.